Good afternoon, degenerates. Welcome back to Wage War Sports episode seven, recapping last week's debacle of some football games and telling you which ones we won, as well as the ones that we got our butts kicked in. Uh, I'm Chad. Had a great week last week. You know, didn't go negative. Seven and five NFL, four and three college football. As always, with my co-host, Steel City Mac. Little rough week for you, man, compared to what you've been doing. But how you been? <laughs> uh, I've been doing pretty good now that we're uh, uh, we're on we're we're on Wednesday here, and um, <laughs> I had a horrible, horrible Sunday uh, Sunday evening, Sunday night, and it did not get any better on Monday. No. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm glad to wake up and that it's Wednesday, and we can get back to football uh, tomorrow for the next you know for the next uh, couple days into the weekend. Yeah. So. Um, no doubt, you know, fresh start, fresh start. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, let's uh, let's kick off this recap. Um, let's start with uh, the Texans and the Titans. Um, the Titans got off to an early lead. Um, Derrick Henry was running the ball hard. Uh, I know you called that last week. You said yes, sir. he was he was, was going to be that guy. He was due. He uh, he did. He showed up. A.J. Brown played really well. Um, he's played really well since he came back from injury. Tannehill looks good. Um, they did give up a lead, though. The Texans did fight back in that game. I think, you know, the Titans probably, just, you know, they moved into cruise control a little bit, a little bit too early. And, you know, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, he's going to do his thing. So, but Tennessee ended up winning in overtime. Um, looked good on my fantasy team. Looked good on the bet slips. So, I can't complain. Yeah, no doubt, man. Hit, hit both these. Hit Tennessee uh, minus three and a half. Hit the over. Um, yeah, I was surprised. Uh, Tennessee did look like they hit cruise control a little bit. I mean, granted, when you have Derrick Henry, if you're up three scores, turn around, hand it off. Texans did what they had to do to get back in a football game, had a chance to win. My man, Ryan Tannehill, nobody respects this motherfucker, but he's going to go out and do football games sometimes when he has to. And they didn't even have Derrick Henry on the field on the last drive, and he was throwing dimes. So Tennessee's scary, man. They give up a lot of points sometimes, but they're a scary football team going forward. I'm uh, I'm anxious to see this game coming up this week, Tennessee and Pittsburgh. That's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it'll be good as well. Um, then we had uh, we had the we had the Bengals and the Colts. Um, I know the Bengals they uh, they played really well in the beginning of the football game, and somehow the Colts just came back and. You know, did it. I didn't watch this game. I didn't bet this game. But, yeah, um, it's good to see, you know, Joe Burrow's playing good football. Um, he's starting to link up with those receivers. Um, put up impressive stats for a rookie quarterback with that had no mini camp and had no real preparation for the NFL other than what he did. I mean, he played on an NFL team last year at LSU. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't bet this game. So, yeah, I, I did, didn't, didn't even make it on my TV. <laughs> Yeah, no, same here. But man, you can't score twenty-seven in the first half and lose thirty-one twenty-seven. Like you got, I mean, that's just. I know he's a rookie, but Joe, come on, man. I mean, you got to find a way to win that football game. I don't care if you're a rookie and your team's not very good. You were up there, up like twenty-one nothing right off the jump. I uh, got to find a way to win those types of games, man. And so it's a learning curve. But come on, Joe. Come on, Joe. You're better than that. <laughs> uh, then we had the Falcons. Falcons Vikings. Um, this was kind of a blowout early on too. Um, I was glad to yep. see Julio. Julio came out. Um, finally, finally. I mean, I think he put up. I think he almost had ten receptions. I know he had like a buck thirty, and no, in the, the biggest stats, obviously the yeah, two man, touchdowns. He had a great day. Yeah, so it was good to see. Um, on the flip side, Justin Jefferson had himself a little day too. Similar stats. 
think he he came away with like a buck fifty, if not more, yeah. saving yards. He had two tutties as well. So yeah, it was good to see. Um, Kirk Cousins, I think, turned the ball over a couple times. So you know, nothing new there. But um, the, Fal- the Falcons found a way to win. Um, they've been scoring points all year. So the four the forty points didn't surprise me one bit. No, man, their their offense is fine. I mean, they have plenty of weapons. It's their defense. Who forced turnovers this week? I mean, that's what they're going to have to do because I don't think if they're playing defensively and not forcing any turnovers, they're not good enough to stop people and make them punt. So they got to find a way to force turnovers. They did it against primetime Kirk, who has been anything but clutch this year. So, you know, good for them. They're all on the board. You know, we have three other winless teams out there. We'll see whoever can crack the board next. So we had uh, had the Broncos and the Patriots. I was very heavy. Heavy on the Patriots this weekend. Same. They they closed. I think they opened at a six and a half. They closed at six and a half, and I was all over it all week. Um, this is a this is definitely my hardest loss. I don't know. Um, I didn't watch this game, but I did uh, keep track of it. Um, I was in the car for most of the afternoon games on set on Sunday. So, um, but I was following this one, and I, it was like I think it was nine nothing for the whole first half. Not even sure New England scored in the first half. So there was only one person that showed up all day. Brandon <laughs> right. McManus. Yep, right. So I mean game game ended like 18-12. Yeah. Um that's McManus not... had six field goals. Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't even have an explanation for this. There's no way this is a Bill Belichick's, you know, this no. isn't the new trend. So I'm not getting too overexcited about it. I'm just gonna mourn my loss and move on. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's about all you can do. I mean, there's not going to be too many games where Josh McDaniels has Cam Newton as a quarterback and they look this bad on offense. So I think they're going to start – I mean, I was telling you this on Sunday, man. They are going to start getting James White the ball a lot more. I think they realize they're – other than Julian Edelman, they don't have much of a receiver. Uh, so I think going forward, keep an eye on James White the rest of the year. If he doesn't get hurt, I think he's going to have a crazy uh, receiving year. Mm, okay. Uh, then we had the, <laughs> with the football team of the Giants. Uh, I mean, neither of us wanted to touch this, neither of us watched no. this game. Um, <laughs> I don't know, 20, 20 to 19, the Giants came out on top. Um, Kyle Allen, he got cleared, came back and played, didn't play well. Uh, Daniel Jones, he had a decent uh passing percentage, I saw, but he didn't play well. I think he barely threw for 100 yards, so I mean, I guess yeah. he got the job done, but you know, ugly <laughs> football game. It wasn't good, so. <laughs> no, nah, I don't even want to talk. This game is awful. It was on TV, and I chose to just never turn it on. So, this is terrible football. This is a terrible division. Uh, I don't have nothing else to say. NFC East is awful. We had the, we had the Ravens and the Eagles. Uh, the game started at minus 7.5. Uh, it went up to 9.5 on Sunday morning, and I was like, you know what? I was feeling bold. So I took that nine and a half and, you know. You probably felt good for the first 45 minutes. I, I did. You know, the first 50 minutes of the football game. Yeah. <laughs> Eagles, I, I, I don't know. Um, I feel bad for Carson. Uh, I see the media still, you know, killing him out here. Uh, it's just to let you guys know, it, it, it's not Carson. Carson's doing everything so he can right now. To their win first football. drive, uh, I think Fulgram dropped a wide open, like eighty yard touchdown. Yeah, on the he, on he, the right side of the field, he had a he had a clean. Oh, he did was run a go route in the corner, let him go, and yeah. he got hit in the hands and dropped it. I'm he like, dude. And Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders also dropped. Oh a, yeah, he dropped a touchdown. He dropped a pass in the end zone. 
Dude, I saw a stat. The Eagles had 16 drop passes on Sunday. In a game they lost by two points, and they finally started catching the ball late, and look what happened. They put up 22 fourth-quarter points. They've been really good late in games the last two weeks against two good defenses. I mean, they're they're not that far away from being a very – probably the best word to use is mediocre. Not solid – they can do enough to win games. Exactly. And that's all they got to do in the East. All you got to do is win seven games. You will win that division. I saw a stat that said that they're projecting the winner of the NFC East to be 4-12-1 and one and make the playoffs at 4-12. and 12. Oh, that's like horrific. Horrible. And that's... the worst part is it's probably right. Uh, just please leave Carson Wentz alone. He's doing what he can. <laughs> leave him alone. All right, we had the Browns and the Steelers. Um, this one even surprised the heck out of me. I mean, the game was 14 It was never close. Quick. Um, our The defense looked fantastic. Baker looked really bad. Um, we saw OBJ's reaction to to that. I don't think any of us were surprised by that. We knew it was coming. Um, so, I think the implode is is uh, very close. Uh, but what can I say? The Steelers lost Devin Bush. Um, you know, I hate to see yeah, that. Yeah, that's a uh, big loss. Join. Yeah, it is. I mean, he's he's the glue, you know, in the middle of the field. You know, he's a sideline to sideline guy. Um, I'm I'm worried about being able to stop Derrick Henry next week. I'm not going to lie because without Devin Bush, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what, though, it's all going to come down to how your secondary tackles. If the secondary right. can make the tackle in the hole, you guys will be all right. But if he gets through, they're going to block well enough where he's going to get to the second level sometimes. If right. he breaks one of those, a couple of them, it's going to be a long day for the, the Steelers' defense. Right. Yep, I agree. We had the, had the Bears and the Panthers. Um, this is another one that I think we both liked. Um, oh, yeah. Loved this game. Love Nick Foles, man. Um, you know, I, I'm not – I'm not. it's it's a week-to-week thing for me, for Nick Foles. <laughs> um, but I love watching him play. Like, I do. I really do. Um, I think he's, you know, what he does is special. He has that Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, mentality and that vibe he brings to the team. The teams always seem to just get around him. And um, it was was a good game. It was good to see the Bears came out. Uh, They played well on, you know, defensively. Uh, They didn't really have no standouts on offense, really. They just kind of, you know, played the game, uh, the face of the game, and just won won the game. I'm telling you, this team reminds me. They're going to start – they're going to be just like when the Ravens won the Super Bowl. They're not going to blow you away offensively, but they're going to play a very ground and pound, throw the ball a little bit when you got, you know, Nick Foles back there. But Dave Montgomery's still having a really good year, but it's going to be all on the defense. Nick Foles just needs to not turn the ball over, let the defense make plays, fly around on the field, and go down there and put up 24, 27 points a game. You're going to probably go 13 and 3, 12 and 4, and be right in the mix of, of a top three spot in the, the NFC. So, I like this team a lot just because of the defense, but big dick Nick, baby. Underdogs, I'm taking them every single time. Now we had the Lions and the Jets, uh, the Jags. I don't, I don't know what's up with Minshew. Um, I was never on board with that anyway, but um, I was. <laughs> I got bought in real quick. I don't, I don't know what happened there. Um, Matty Stafford, he played all right. He had a decent game. Uh, mm-hmm. I think my the most impressive uh, player in this game was Swift. Finally, yeah. he, had a, he had a show up game. He yep. came out and played. You know, showed why he was drafted where when he was. Um, 
And I think Galladay, Galladay had over um, over 100, which um, needed to happen. Coming, him coming back helped Stafford so much. So much, I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, Stafford, he, he, he slings the ball. He's a gunslinger. Like, he loves yeah. to throw the ball, and Galladay gives him that ability to do so. So but, Yeah, um, and, and the thing is, they run the ball. If, if DeAndre Swift's going to come out and play like this week in, week out, or at least him or Adrian Peterson, one of the two, maybe a combo of both. I mean, they had three rushing touchdowns in this game. Maybe the, ja- the Jags' rushing defense might just be that bad, but I've never seen the Lions as a running team because of Stafford. Right. But, hey, maybe they are gonna maybe they can start running the ball and open it up for Stafford even more than it already is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we had the Dolphins and the Jets. Um, this game was never close. It was never going to be close. Um, no. I think it was we uh, Fitzpatrick's, you know, last ride maybe that we'll see in the NFL. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe I, he sticks around. Maybe he sticks around, coaches coaches the young buck up. But I'll let you I'll let you introduce the new quarterback. Let you talk about. It. <laughs> yeah, dude this this was a fun game just because I you know I hate Adam Gase with a passion. So anytime we can shut out that great offensive mind of his, it's it's a beautiful thing to watch. Uh, Fitzpatrick looked just as solid as he's ever looked again. But hey, man, we didn't draft two Tagovailoa Tag- at fifth overall to sit him the rest of the year. Um, I think this has always been the plan. They were going to bring him into the bye week. COVID moved our bye week up four weeks. Now he's got two weeks to prepare for Aaron Donald, the Los Angeles Rams, man. It's two a time in Miami. I think he's going to sling it around, and this team's going to make it to the playoffs this year. This is going to be fun to watch. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt. That's all I'm praying for. You know, hopefully he's going to be healthy the rest of the year and just be able to gunsling that left arm around. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I'm excited. Really excited to see what happens. Um, yes, I love, sir. I love to, love to see it. Uh, then we had the Packers and the Bucks. This one hurt worse than the the yeah. Patriots loss because you know I was a little, little upset over my one o'clock game. So you know we had to, we had to hammer them down on the four o'clock, and it didn't get any better for me. Um, no. The only thing I have a problem with is that Rodgers did throw the pick six, and then he threw a pick. You know, the next drive, neither pick was really his fault. Um, he, the first one to pick six, he put the ball where it had to go. Devontae Adams didn't come back to the ball. No, he ran um, straight to the – his break was right to the sideline. Right. So, I mean, Rodgers put the ball, you know, in a good spot. Um, you know, the defender – and we can't count out. The defender made a great play True. on the yep. ball. But he didn't come back to the ball. So, I don't know. It was Devontae's, you know, game back. So, maybe he came out a little slow. I don't, I don't know what it is. Um, any excuse right now will make me feel a little bit better. So – I don't know. Um, Aaron Rodgers. The second pick wasn't the second pick wasn't his fault either. No, they run that no. slant route with Adams. The right. defender makes a great play to get his hand in, tip the ball, and it gets popped up right to the safety. I'm like, right. It's like back to back plays for Rodgers for this to happen, and now right. here's Tampa in the red zone again, and it's not even. I mean, there's really it wasn't his fault. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I don't. I don't know. I've never seen Aaron Rodgers throw two. Two picks back to back, a pick back to back. So, no, I don't know. It was in his head for some reason. I really wish he could have seen that. If, you know, this wasn't on him. He could have went out and played a better game. I don't know. The game to me seemed a little scripted, in my opinion. But hey, <laughs> I, I, I'll let everybody have their own opinion. Hey, all I'm saying is Aaron Rodgers is going to come out next week with a fire under his ass, and he might throw for four touchdowns. I hope so. He's and, one of those guys that this is a game that bugs the living hell out of him, and he <laughs> wants revenge, and I feel bad for the team he plays next week because they're the first team that, that is in line for him just to 
absolutely torch them. Right. And then two, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ignore the fact that Tom Brady and Gronk might be back. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they look good. That that's always been the combo, though. It has. Brady and Gronk, man. And and when they're on the field together at the same time, you just got you know something could happen at any time. And I think right. they're finally getting a couple games together with no preseason. It's been a couple years since they played. And they're starting to groove, man. It's scary. It's scary if those two get going. I agree. Uh, then we had Sunday night where didn't get any better for me. <laughs> had the Rams favored to buy a field goal. Actually, it was two and a half Sunday night. I took the two and a half. Actually, no. Matter. No. <laughs> Actually, it went – I live bet it, like, because I was late to the game. I live bet it, like, one and a half. I was like, oh, okay, that's a gift. Well, it wasn't a gift. So it was a gift to Vegas because um, the Rams look horrible. Jared Goff looked horrible. Um, he missed Cooper Cup down the field. I couldn't tell you how many, at least three or four times. Um, it just looked they, they just not did not look in sync. Um, after thinking about it, maybe the Rams are tired. They did they've traveled quite a bit in the last couple of weeks, so maybe that has something to do with it. Because I mean that takes an effect. Um, I don't know. The Rams look bad. The Niners. They look good. George Kittle looked good. They ran a ball. They ran a ball really, really well. Um, I mean, the Niners just played better football, and they came out on top on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, I mean, this is a, this is a game. I, I'm starting to really wonder how serious Miami is, though. I mean, the Niners came out. Defense was all right. They didn't look as god awful as they did the week prior. The offense was there. They could run the ball. They threw it pretty well. Um, they really controlled the whole game, to be honest. I mean. Yeah, it was a nine-point game, I think, was the final. But you never really thought the Rams were in the game. You know, you thought the Niners had control. Miami just put up 43 on the 49ers last week, or two well, two weeks ago now. Hey, the Dolphins, man, they're for real, bro. I'm telling you, I will find any way to bring the Dolphins into a conversation, and this is my one right here. I think this team has a chance. They just got to win some close games. But if, if the 49ers are beating the Rams like this, the Dolphins are pretty solid. Um, Chiefs and Bills. Uh, I went. I liked the Bills in the beginning of the week to keep this one close. Uh, when it came down to kickoff, I ended up putting money on the, on the Chiefs at uh, six and a half. Um, Bills just aren't looking good. Um, they look really bad. Josh Allen looked really bad against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been playing so well up until that game. I kind of like gave him a gave him a break last week, and then I thought he would bounce back against the Chiefs because the Chiefs, Chiefs aren't known for good defense. Um, you know they they're suspect on the run game. Their pat you know the DBs aren't the best. Um, I thought Josh Allen was gonna have a bounce back game here, and this game wasn't close no. the whole time. I mean, it was a I think it was a nine point game at the end, but but the game really wasn't close. So. Um, the Chiefs looked good um, after their loss to the Las Vegas Raiders, you know, the week prior. Um, it kind of like the, Josh Allen just didn't – it just doesn't look good right now to me. And um, I'm kind of worried because, you know, I've been high on Josh Allen all year, so I'm hoping he bounces back uh, and starts linking with his receivers because I think he – until the fourth quarter, he had like 57 passing yards. That's not the yeah, Josh Allen and he was, movie. And he was like 5 of 20. Yeah, like it, it was his completion good. percentage was god awful. Yeah. Um, I'm with you, man. I gave him a pass last week against Tennessee because he's been playing really well. 
the weather was pretty awful in that game. Um, the Chiefs did what you normally do in bad weather games. They ran the ball down the other team's throat. Well, they had like 200-some really yards rushing. On the other side, the Bills tried to throw all over the field. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand. The Bills are better when they're run first and run first with Josh Allen, whether it's a QB-designed run, whether it's rolling him out of the pocket, letting him throw on the move. They're not. They're trying to make him a pocket passer. I don't think he is. Uh, so they got to figure it out, man. If they're going to try and – if they're just trying new things, cool, I get it. But you got to figure it out what's going to work now because the Dolphins are coming, baby. You better watch the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we had the Monday night – the second Monday night game. Uh, the Cardinals and the Cowboys. I was on the Cardinals all week. <laughs> and then uh, after my couple losses there with the Packers and the uh, – um, the Packers and the um, Rams, it changed my whole mood. I switched over. You know, I thought about the Cowboys. They have all these offensive weapons. You know, they're way out. They can outskill. They outskilled the cards by a mile, in my opinion. Um, but the Cowboys look horrible. Andy Dalton looked horrible. He looked like a rookie quarterback that has never played a snap in the NFL. Um, this guy has playoff experience. So, I mean, I don't I, – I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's Mike McCarthy. Um, I'm starting to think Zeke is a little suspect. Um, I did tweet about that yesterday. Um, I don't. I don't know. Is, is Zeke as good as we give him credit for? Like you, you think about it, in college, he played with a great. He played with great coaching at Ohio State. He had a great offense. Um, he comes to the NFL with, with Dallas. Has a great offensive line. He's had weapons at wide receiver. Dak is mediocre, but. Now when it's starting to fall apart, is Zeke really that good? Because I don't think the Cardinals are that good. So all right, I don't know. So let's let's pump the brakes on the Zeke being not so good. Because here's here's my thing: it's game one without Dak for the first time in what three four years for Zeke. For Zeke, right? Definitely changes the aspect of the game. Yeah, doesn't help when he fumbles for twice right. for the first time. It maybe Ever. since high school. Ever. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen him fumble twice in the same game. So you now you have a little, because now it your mind's happened. a little messed up. Yeah. You, then the Cardinals took advantage. It's twenty-one nothing. Your game script's out the window. They're right. trying to throw the ball everywhere. Dalton still can't do that. I think this from the get-go. This game was against Zeke. Game script. His two fumbles. I don't see this being an every week thing. He's going to get I back to it. it. But man, that team looked. Bad, really, really bad on Monday. Bad. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was bad. Um, then we had uh, we had college football. Um, didn't I didn't do great. Didn't do too bad. Um, I did. Uh, I did my my UAB. They came through for me. Of course, of um, course. <laughs> Clemson. I had Clemson seventeen and a half. I think they covered that by like fifty points. Yeah, they almost won by seventy. Right. I mean, <laughs> dude. Trevor Lawrence is out here just making statements right now. Yeah. Trevor is. Lawrence is telling Jets, hey, you're going to draft me, and then I'm going to carry your franchise apparently because I've never seen somebody be this good. I mean, he, he had, what, five touchdowns, no turnovers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he only played in the first half. Yeah. It was unbelievable. He was talking so much trash too. <laughs> like they were beating the doors off Georgia Tech, and he's sitting there chirping. This guy is on a mission. I think they might go undefeated and absolutely blow everybody away in the playoffs. He is on a mission this year. Um, I had uh, my Georgia State team. They came. They came through for me. Kept it within a touchdown. Uh, 
hit the over in that game as well. Um, my BYU team, which I, I try to tell you, I try to tell you, they're scrappy. I know. I went the other way. They put a nice <laughs> game together. Um, I guess the only game that really, really, you know, did me dirty was Notre Dame was – I took them nine and a half over Louisville. They won 12 to seven. That was horrible. Dude, that's two weeks in a row. Right. They won like 19 to seven the, the week prior. Like what – yeah. Wasn't Ian Book supposed to be this great quarterback? How are you not even scoring 20 points a game? I know, and that's the problem. Like, he has been. He's been playing good football. But I think it's – I don't I don't know. I don't know if it's if – it's, it's I mean, I haven't calling. watched him. I don't know what to – like, I don't know. Is, is the red zone offense that bad? Are they it's moving the cool. ball and just can't score at the end of drives? Like, what is going on in Notre Dame right now? No idea. They're third in the country, and they did not play like it. Um, and they, it doesn't get any easier this week. They play Pitt. That's not an easy game. It's not easy. Oh, I can't stand Pitt right now. <laughs> Pitt's on my shit list for the rest of the year. Well, I in the last one, the, the my shit list just added North Carolina. I'm done. Yeah. Yep. I am yeah. done with North Carolina. <laughs> I'm done with Sammy Howe. I'm done. I am done. That's all I have to say about college football. Yeah. That one. I'll, so the couple ones I'm with you on Clemson had them. I think UNC over. Bro, oh, that game – we'll get back to the game, that game when I – I got a section for that one. Uh, but I, I lost that one. Miami lost that one. Again, I'll talk about that in a second. Liberty, Syracuse, bro, I'm telling you, Liberty might be the best overplay. They don't play any defense. They score a lot of points. Look for their overs the rest of the way out. If it's in the 50s, take that. I think they're going to be covering overs all year. Um, WU, we'll talk about that one in a second. That just – I can't understand what the hell's happening in some of these games uh but lost that one and then my i'm telling you this marshall quarterback dude they covered the 13 and a half and hit the over that's a double winner oh baby marshall and liberty man i'm starting to get on your train pick these uh, random ass hey, mid-majors they hey, cover they just tra- cover they do what I, listen, they're supposed to i treat the sun belt <laughs> like it's the <laughs> sec bro i'm telling you this is where the good football is in the sun belt conference and it does. It oh gets better God. this week. It gets better. We have, I can't wait to talk about it tomorrow. I just can't wait. Oh man, I'm I'm, I'm excited because I'm going to start going in UAB with you. I'm following the train. Well, not this week. Not this week. They play the Cajuns. Okay. It's the clash of my two teams. It's it's, it's, <laughs> it's the ULL and uh, we got the Raging Cajuns and we got UAB. Don't, hey, all I'm going to say is don't even say take the over because last time you told me that with uh, the Cajuns, we got screwed. So. Yeah. No. No, um, I don't got no bad beats this week other than North Carolina, New England, and Green Bay. I don't know what to say. You, get it together so I can put my money back on you guys. <laughs> I got a few. Let me let me give you these ones. All right. So, obviously, by the time – I know I talked last show, Miami was 13-and-a-half favorite. I got them at 12-and-a-half Saturday morning. And as I'm watching this game, I'm, I didn't get to catch the first half. I was catching the, ball, the end of the fourth quarter. Miami was up like 31-19. And I'm sitting there saying, how the hell did Pitt score 19 damn points? Like, who has 19 points? I was thinking 31-17, I'll hit it, take my money and run. No. For some odd reason, De'Aaron King wants to throw a pick inside his own 10-yard line, and the guy gets tackled down to the two. They score this random touchdown, had four field goals, and end up with 19 freaking points. A gifted 19. Only score 31 and I think they got stopped inside like the 
15 yard line at the end of the game and took a knee to end the game on a 12 and a half point line. So there's the hook coming back to, uh, to haunt us. And then WVU, you go down, you drive, you score with a minute and 40 to go, to go up 23 points. All you got to do is tackle the kick. That's all you got to do. Your job's not hard. This is a blowout. They're not going to score in a minute and 45 seconds. What do they do, Ryan? And just the best fashion of all time. And actually, I think the line, I think it got up to 20, 29 is what it was. Because this touchdown, they brought the ensuing kickoff back with a minute 30 to go to score. Cover, it was 22 and a half. They end up losing by 22. You got to be shitting me with this freaking hook, man. I'm done looking. If it has a .5 in it, don't bet it. Jesus, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I don't understand it. How is Vegas this spot on every week with a .5? They just know, bro. They know. Dude, it's crazy. This shit, I'm starting to think Vegas, you, they got the script. They hand it out every week to some of these teams like, hey, this is what we're going to do. It's unbelievable. I just don't understand it. And then you got UNC who receivers can't catch apparently all weekend. These guys, UNC dropped three passes at the end of the game. The Eagles had 16 drops. I watched um, Michael Gallup drop a touchdown this week. Mm-hmm. Right in his hands. I mean, these guys, I don't know what it is. Catch the damn ball. You have gloves on. You got guys out here like that used to catch with no gloves and be just Mr. Reliable. You put both gloves and stick Ask both both swells if, if he wears gloves. I know he doesn't. He's a man. He doesn't wear gloves. He's a man. He doesn't need them. He'll catch everything. You get these gloves and stick them on them. These kids just drop every pass. It makes no sense. Just like Ryan Clark said, they're dookie. They stink. Guys, it's it's so frustrating to watch anymore. I just I don't understand it. But that's all I got. I'm done. I, I I'm ready for this week. I gotta we gotta make a comeback. We're having a great week this week. I, I feel it coming. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about is Aaron Rodgers is. Uh, Potential touchdown dance. Yeah, what the hell? What was that? <laughs> it, I I don't understand. Like, what the hell were they thinking that he gave himself up diving for the end zone? I mean, the celebration no. was awesome, by the way. Shout no, out to not- uh, what's his name there? Hangle McCringleberry. No. <laughs> I was crying. <laughs> that was hilarious. But then they called it back because he gave himself up diving for the end zone. He should have gave up that celebration. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Figure it yeah. out. Yo, the zebras out here are crazy, man. Yeah, Figure they're picking and choosing. Yeah, the rest always, always control the game. They know what's going on. They know how to control it. That was a big moment in that game, too. It was. That a, it was. It just... what, uh, all right, what do we got for the rest of the week? All right, uh, the rest of the week tomorrow we're going to put out the, the – uh, Episode eight was a uh, preview what we got coming up for week seven NFL, week eight college football. Sunday morning, again, we'll be back with our Swami picks. I'll let you know tomorrow who's going to be the guest uh, on with us. Um, and then we'll be right back, right back at it next week. So we appreciate you all listening in. We appreciate you all following us. Um, and we're looking forward to, to continuing uh, putting out these shows and hopefully winning some more money. You know, that's, that's always the goal. So I hope. All right, everybody. Start studying. We got games starting tomorrow. We got App State playing tomorrow. Jesus. God bless you all.